Hey guys, welcome to the Fuel Your Soul podcast. I'm your host, Madison Burles. In my small corner of the internet, we will be chatting about the aspects of your fitness journey that can either help or hurt you on the road to becoming your strongest, healthiest, and most powerful self. I've made it my mission as a coach and trainer to help others create the blueprint for their health and fitness goals that saves them time and frustration and gives them the most power. If you're looking to level up in your journey with functional and sustainable change, then you're in the right place. All right. Hello, everybody. I hope you're having a wonderful day wherever you are in the world. Today, I'm excited to talk about what we don't typically like talking about, and that is money, money mindset, finances, all of those things. Um, We do have a special guest today. My girl, Abby, is here to join us. She is my friend, client, photographer, and dog mom to my favorite golden boy, Cash. (laughs) Um, I'm going to let her introduce herself and tell us a little bit a little bit about what she's doing right now, you know, in this phase of her life and what she's got going on. So Abby, take it away. Hello. Thanks, Madison. Oh, of so course. All the way. Here. Wait, before you go, I have to let you guys know that Abby is in her closet right now <laughs> because the audio is just good there. We both have our mics yeah. and we're super excited, but it's just so funny. I'm looking at a video of her in her closet. Anyways, yeah, just that's the picture. Out next to my shoes. <laughs> I'm Don't loving it. It's very casual here. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm Abby, and I am a photographer here in San Diego. Uh, Madison and I are actually neighbors. Yes. Um, yes. Actually, you know what's funny? You are the first, like, friend that I've made in San Diego uh, since I moved here that was, like, actually, like, organic. Like, we didn't meet online. Yeah. Like, we literally, like, were strangers that yeah. just crossed paths. And because then, like, dogs. became friends. Yeah, because yeah. our dogs. Like, that's crazy I love to me. Because it's so hard to do that these days. <laughs> I know, right? It's so easy when you're in school and yeah. all that stuff. Yep. And, but, like, yeah, it's crazy. Most of my friends are through Instagram now. So it's oh like, when I have, like, an organic friend, I'm yeah. like, wow. Real life <laughs> feels good. It feels good. Yeah, I love that. Oh, good to know. Like, oh, good. Like I'm still capable. If like social media disappears, <laughs> I still have friend building <laughs> skills. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah. Anyway, so I'm a photographer. I've been uh, a photographer and running my own business with freelance work for the last almost seven years. Um, I started out in wedding photography for about six years and then in 2021 fully transitioned into brand product photography. So I do a lot of uh, one-off campaigns, uh, work directly with clients, with brands, and I also do a lot of random other one-off shoots. Um, So yeah, that's pretty much it though. Nice. I love it. Yeah, she's uh, she's pretty talented in her work, everybody. So if you're San Diego based, hit a girl up. I'll definitely put her her contact information in the show notes afterwards. Um, All right. So Abby and I definitely resonate with each other as entrepreneurs running our own businesses and working with clients on a more personal level, um, especially when it comes to, you know, one on one or, you know, working with couples or working with like the biggest group I have ever worked with is maybe like three to five people. So it's not big. So that's why I say it's personal. Um, and the other day we got to talking during one of her training sessions about how money mindset is something that we deal with a lot when bringing new clients on um, and trying to grow our business without, you know, selling ourselves short. So we're offering these services for a certain price, but we're also 
are very keen on, you know, working with clients, wanting it to be affordable, but without, you know, sacrificing our own boundaries as business owners, because we're, we're trying to do what we love, but also get paid for it. (laughs) So I feel like no one really prepped me for how much time and energy I would spend talking about money, finances, budgeting, et cetera, with clients, even just as a personal trainer. But it's absolutely part of the gig when you work a job where you're bringing on your own clientele. Like, obviously, a lot of trainers at um, commercial gyms, you don't always have to bring on your own clients. But for now, now that I'm running my own business out of a private uh, training gym, that's totally my job. And so money is something that I talk about a lot with potential clients. Um, So when it comes to bringing on new clients, the number one objection I get is absolutely finances. But I want to know if that's the same for you too, Abby. Yeah, that's a good question. I think right now it definitely is like my number one reason that I'm not finalizing a project with a client. But that's mm. for me, it's mainly and probably for you too. Uh, it's really the economy right now. Yeah, The economy has affected so many things in the industry niche that I'm in with brand photography. There is a big surplus of product and not enough people buying it, which means companies are scaling back and uh, you know, penny pinching yep. and crunching their numbers and being, mm-hmm. you know, very frugal with their spending on advertisements and promotional campaigns and things like that. So I've had a big part of that affect my business in the last couple months, Absolutely. which has been a bummer. But it you is say it's been since COVID or just in the last couple months? No, literally just since May. So like literally January to April of this year was actually so successful for me. Like I was like, man, if I can keep this going all year, like I will hit my goals. Like this will be so great. And then May hit and it was just all downhill from there. Like I started (laughs) making more than 50% less than what I was making the first quarter of the year. Oh man! And it hasn't really gone back up since. So it's been a struggle, but you know, I'm pivoting. I'm figuring it out. As we all entrepreneurs do (laughs) exactly uh but yeah so i feel like it if it's not because of money though like aside from that reason of a client backing down on you know a project it's usually because i've either lost to a competitor that has cheaper prices with less value Mm. or the client has unrealistic expectations of what they're asking for and they don't know how to like adjust it properly Mm, and are are, are unwilling to adjust it essentially yes yes absolutely (laughs) Yeah, I've learned in the past like three years of running my own business is that money is like honestly most likely not the issue. Although it definitely is sometimes and I will always leave space for for money to be a valid excuse. Some people are not in the financial place to invest in themselves, but like they're more like um, like soul buyers, like they, they really resonate with me or whatever it may be and they, they feel like they want to invest, but you know, it's always... Like I always leave space for money to actually be an excuse, but usually it's not. And usually after I get to know a potential client, like their lifestyle, their habits, um, their income, monthly bills, you know, their net income at the end of the month, I do find that it's not that they don't have the money to invest. It's that their actions don't align with their values. And I feel like I've experienced this several times where people say like, oh, I don't have the money, but then we get to talking, you know, build some trust, we get a little personal. And then I see that the money is just being spent on other things like one-off expenditures that make them feel better about not going in all in on the investment that they're coming to me for. So like, 
if they're not ready to invest in a coach, maybe they'll just get like a fancy gym set that like makes them feel good on the inside. <laughs> Definitely not like solving the same problem, but it is kind of like a instant gratification. Like, oh, like maybe I don't need to lose weight. Maybe I just need to buy clothes that fit, which, you know, granted that could be a real problem, but it's usually they're just spending like on Amazon and like supplements or like their 10th pair of trendy sneakers or whatever it is for like the fitness side of things but for photography I'm curious if that also translates yeah a little bit I think with my brand clients it can be super frustrating to see them choose to spend more of their money on influencer ads instead of photography like that is a huge thing right now okay like you see it on TikTok all the time of like these people who are like oh like we hired you know a TikToker basically my yearly salary for one video yeah <laughs> it's like why are these companies spending that much money for yeah. one video when they could be hiring out better like really high quality campaigns but the unfortunate reality is that video like short form video content is what sells right now yeah and so that's where companies are prioritizing their uh advertisements i guess like visual as- advertisements uh so you know it is what it is, but I think that that's where kind of where I see that where I'm like, well, I just wish that they would prioritize, you know, <laughs> photography because I I am passionate about you know bringing a brand's vision to life mm-hmm. and really giving them like their money's worth, you know. When they work with me, I'm like, we are going to give you like the photos of your dreams, you know, right. like this is going to elevate your brand and it's going to sell. Yeah, and, like I'm confident in that, but I think there are brands who are just too afraid to invest in something that isn't quite trending anymore essentially not trending but i think the algorithm does not favor it anymore therefore they don't prioritize it and that can be frustrating because if everybody chucks photo out the window nothing will yeah. change <laughs> but i mean rumor in that direction rumor has it that like static posts are coming back and because hey I reels, so. reels do not get the same um like yeah. exposure that they used to i was just talking about yeah that there's today. some people i've seen who are still growing on reels but i think it, it takes so much work now. It was way easier when they first yeah. let you like could reels just, start. Yeah, you could just stand there and lip sync. <laughs> yeah, no, literally though. Like I, I had actually really good success with reels when it first came out. When that feature first came out, like they were pushing my content like crazy on Instagram, and I was getting, I got like up to two million views on a reel at one point. Oh, like, no yeah, way. I'm not kidding. It was crazy. But then I fell out of it because I'm like, this is exhausting. I need a break. This is not sustainable. And like yeah. Instagram just makes everything unsustainable yeah. for the average creator. Man, <laughs> what a toxic like, relationship Instagram. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Instagram can go kick rocks. So. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> reeling it back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also reeling it back in. <laughs> re- oh, no pun intended. Yeah. Really. Stop it, in. Abby. You're killing me. You're uh, like, I'm sorry. That was not intentional. Um, <laughs> I do see this though in my own life too. Like I, I empathize seriously so much with people who are, you know, not necessarily like maybe not, I don't know if money conscious is the right word, but maybe just organized. Mm-hmm. I've always had a hard time being very, very detail oriented with numbers. So yep. it has always intimidated me to sit down and, you know, really, really, really like dedicate my time to being, uh, setting myself up for success essentially. Yeah. So I empathize with that. Um, but I do see this in my own life where I've realized like the reason I'm hesitant to commit to either whether that be a personal or a business investment 
it's because I'm too scared to know my numbers. And I know in the back of my mind that I have so many other things that are more fun to prioritize, aka shopping for me. Like, (laughs) I love to splurge on things when I have the budget for it. Like, I don't just like go over budget all the time. But even within my business, like, there are a lot of things like I'd much rather invest in, you know, more like things that I can add to my styling closet so that I have more things I can shoot. But in reality, like maybe there are some other things that I could really be investing in. Like maybe I could outsource something, you know, mm-hmm. to help me better my business on the back end of things. But yeah. uh, for a while, I've just put that off. I still am, but <laughs> it's like guilty. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> See, like we're talking about this shit, but we do it too. You know, yeah, it's not, exactly. we're human too. And yeah. 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 And so I empathize with that. Cause I'm like, it is hard for me too to like really, like realign my priorities Mm -hmm. in my personal life and my business. Yeah. Um, But yeah. And I think like there's a long-term benefit to those things. And like, I know that I, I want the long-term benefit of the right investments. And honestly, like pause, I'm just going to go on a rant because I love Madison so much. (laughs) Literally Madison is the best thing that's ever happened to me. (laughs) Like seriously, Madison, you have changed my life this year. I started training with Madison in This is an unpaid promotion. (laughs) (laughs) This is not paid. She is not paying me to say this. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, We started training in March. uh, Very beginning. Yeah, I think so. Around there. Yeah, very beginning of March. I have always struggled to with fitness personally. Like I've always wanted to be dedicated to fitness and I always see the videos pop up on my TikTok and like all my social media of like all these like do this workout and like you'll get your abs. Do this and you'll yeah. get the best to butt. shrink your waist and with these back workouts. Yeah, yeah, take this green powder, like mm-hmm. take these supplements, take that. And it's like, okay, maybe that will help me. And then it's like, no, like I I save all those videos and then I never do anything about them. And yeah. like, I've always known personally that if I could ever work with a personal trainer that I loved, then that would truly help me and change like my habits. And the accountability is everything for me. Like yeah. I am so like, I am not too prideful to say that I need help. Like I am like, <laughs> please. I mean, most drag me do. to the gym. If you have to by the ankles, like, <laughs> <laughs> I want you to <laughs> yeah, No, literally. No, but seriously, like it's been such a joy to work with you. And just learned so much from you. You've taught me so much. And now that I've been, I think it's been what, like seven months now, eight months. Maybe we're going into month eight of working together. And I just like, can't even imagine it any other way. I'm like, this is the best decision I've made, like truly for my health and my mental health. Like I, I can't even like eat right. Like I literally am like, I don't even know like how to get myself to eat breakfast every day. I like, like would forget, like I would just always forget to eat. Never really knew what to eat. But the fact that you have such a great nutrition background as well has helped me so much just as an overall person. So I just have to say you guys like (laughs) Madison really has genuinely like changed my quality of life. Honestly, like Ah! the better. (laughs) This is really (laughs) fueling my soul. <laughs> no, but seriously, that makes me so happy because it's 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 so much more than just like what work you put in. And don't worry, we're gonna get back to the main topic in a second. But I do yeah. want to take a second because I've been talking about this a lot, and like I have had clients send me messages, and it's and when they're when the work that they put in in their mindset, fitness, and nutrition journey bleeds into those other aspects of your journey, like you know, just personal life, relationships, your job, like all of these habits that we're building. That's why I am like will always brag about how it's 
it's it's really like a lifestyle change but it really is like a quality of life change it's so much more than just like being able to do bulgarian split squats without crying (laughs) or like remembering to eat breakfast like those very things are the things that make you mentally capable and strong to do so many other things in in your life and it totally translates yeah to many, and many other things yeah so i'm just i'm so happy you felt that way and i feel so honored to yeah. be the coach who's who's helping you along that journey because yeah. that is it's not easy and it's you have to be vulnerable and and you really have really to, easy to give up yeah like it's so easy to want to give up but yeah. when you have someone there that's like no like you can do this you're yeah like, oh you're right <laughs> maybe i can do this oh. no yeah seriously because yeah. Like, oh my God, I spent so many years, like close to probably eight years not believing in myself. And then like the more chances I took of like, you know, doing things that I thought would be impossible and the more, you know, battles I won just by myself. I'm like, wow, if I can do this, imagine what I can like help other people do their, like fight their own battles just with themselves. And like, damn, it really does just, it makes you strong in every area of life, physically, mentally, emotionally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Uh, and I will say too, like I thankfully like now I'm just like grateful that I married someone who is so detail oriented and like unafraid to organize our spending. Yeah. Because that's the other thing too, is like I was like semi okay at like <laughs> keeping track of my finances. But once yes. I got married, like my husband is such a different like person. I'm an Breed. artist. He's an engineer. Like he yeah. is like very detail oriented. So yeah. now that he is like so good at you know setting us up for success um it just is like game changer so it, it, i've seen the benefits essentially of what that looks like and like oh like it's really not that hard like we really can like set ourselves up for success and honestly my last thing <laughs> health is wealth let me tell you <laughs> like, look at how these like, things if you're, gonna invest, if you're gonna invest in anything personal health I feel like should always be the number one thing that you do that's Mm -hmm. my own personal opinion though I just think that health is having I don't know taking care of yourself is important (laughs) yes because just like you just said it does it really does bleed into every other area of your life and Mm -hmm. I mean like getting the best bang for your buck you might as well put your money in an area that's going to you know inherently improve every other area of your life you know like Mm -hmm. such a big part of our health is it affects how we literally view the world the lens from which we view the world is like like really um like the foundation is really in our health because like just earlier today I was feeling you know, I had been like four hours since I've eaten breakfast. I was a little bit low on energy. I was tired from training, but then I was like, got home, had a good lunch. And I'm like, wow, I'm happy again. Like it's such a mood changer. So like, that's a very small scale level. But if you're, you know, in a body that is, you know, struggling to move without pain, or you just haven't, haven't worked out in weeks or months and, and you're not really eating foods that are helping fuel you. It's more like sugars and, and fat that your body's storing. Like the lens that you're seeing life through probably isn't happy go lucky. You know, you're probably like, damn, I kind of feel like shit and everything like my mood is shitty and I don't want to hang out with anyone. And it's just like, it affects your whole perspective on life. So, yeah. So health is definitely wealth, (laughs) but, um, going back to the, the numbers game, I love that because I always, refer these clients back so if if clients are coming to or potential clients we're having conversations and they're like oh money is the issue and then we talk about you know i want to hear from them what their habits are what their um you know income looks like what their bills look like and then i ask if they have a budget sheet 
because even though I'm personally, I'll be honest, I'm not good at updating my budget sheet, but it is something that absolutely when you take the time to build and look at, it can make you feel just so much more organized at the very least to know what your money looks like coming in and going out. Um, and I want that for these potential clients too, because I don't want anyone to invest in coaching with me if it's not a financially smart decision. I do not benefit from that because if they're coming to me, like having invested in four months of coaching and they're nervous about like putting food on the table or being able to pay rent, like that is not the quality of life that I'm striving for them to reach, you know, like that can totally. negates all of the work that we're doing. So I want that to be a comfortable and supported decision, which is why I highly recommend having a budget sheet that always is something that I get to talking with these new potential clients. And that's something that we work on too. Um, because then I also, if you're tracking your expenses, then you can truly see if your values align with your actions. And again, so if you're, if your number one priority and one of your biggest values is, is health and feeling good and, you know, consistent exercise and eating well, and you look at your expenses and it's like Chick-fil-A and In-N-Out and, um, you know, like bar tabs on bar tabs, like that doesn't really align, you know? <laughs> so it's important that we yeah. kind of take the time to call each other, call yourself out and um, be honest. Like, hey, is what I'm doing really aligning with what I, the image in my head that I want to be, the kind of person that I want to be? I feel like we don't always like take the time to consider that. Yeah, that's so true. Like So true. I'll have in my head, like, I want to be the kind of girl who, you know, puts her money where her mouth is and, like, yeah. doesn't just, like, mindlessly, you know, go out for dinner every other day and whatever. But then if you, if you catch yourself, like, even if it's, like, it's the last-minute decisions, it's like, oh, yeah, we can go get lunch, like, before we do this. Or, you know, I don't feel like cooking today. Like, we can just go eat out. And it's like these last minute decisions that add up. And then you're like, wait, but I wanted to be this other person. <laughs> I don't want to be yeah. that person. <laughs> and that can be a shitty feeling when you're like, oh, wait, this is not the person I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. um, oh, that's so relatable. <laughs> sometimes we make these mistakes and then we get to look back and be like, oh, okay, so this is, I mean, it's comforting when you find out what is in, cause that's in your control. And I always find, I'm someone who finds comfort in knowing that it's in my control. Cause I know that's something I can change. Um, right. That kind of brings me also to another big topic around money that I want to talk about, which is money mindset. And I feel like this is something that's highly impacted um, by how we were raised and how our parents or guardians handled and thought about money. So for me, and I've definitely had to think about this as like becoming a business owner and how I handle, you know, my business finances, because that's separate from my personal finances. And so after assessing my own, you know, money mindset, I'm thinking about, okay, how did I grow up? Like I grew up pretty fortunate, like middle-class family. We always had what we needed. Um, but when it came to like anything extra, we always wanted, you know, we wanted more, never felt like enough. And my dad definitely went through a phase where he would like only order appetizers off the dinner menu. <laughs> we went out, he'd be oh like, God. he'd be like, no, I'm just getting the calamari. And my mom would look at him and be like, what are you doing? And he'd be like, 
everything's too expensive it's fine and it would just be like a petty thing but i will like <laughs> i will always remember my parents kind of fighting over that um yeah, but we were always never allowed to get like a drink and have to be like water every time no soda <laughs> right 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 so this is these are real things like sure we went out to dinner but then there was still stress around it mentally like oh but we can't like go over like we're we already we're here you know we're here to like get a meal but we, we can't go over that certain whatever so for me like although we were taken care of my parents mindset around money was definitely closer to like money scarcity rather than like abundance um but granted like my dad was a small business owner and my mom was she was a lot of things but she was a trainer a columnist a small town you know reporter for the newspaper and now she's a literary fiction author and a teaching assistant so she's kind of had um jobs on and off but my dad unfortunately had to uh sell the liquor store that he owned for the better part of his life because you know rent just got crazy and and it just wasn't worth owning this small business anymore but that can be that can definitely um like create this money scarcity mindset just always feeling like you know you're never making enough sales you have competitors down the street that have bigger better whatever and you're this you know yeah like he had i was actually just talking oh sorry no no you're good Um, Zach and I, my husband, we were on a call with a financial advisor this week and uh, we're just getting acquainted with him to help have him help us kind of save better um, for a house one day. And he was even saying that like it's much harder for business owners to save because of how fluctuant your income can be so like for me it's hopefully really fluctuant where some months i make a lot of money and some months i make hardly anything and so he was like it's really hard to know and also just hard to actively know how much you can save each month knowing that it's so unpredictable so yeah yeah, that just reminded me of that that's a good point and that makes me feel better Um, but yes so with like the whole money mindset any just like any other belief pattern we have the opportunity to change it so like at the end of the day when it comes to our goals and our actions we have to make sure that they align or else we'll never really be happy like I was talking about if we're constantly wanting to be this person but we're acting like the lesser version of that person we're never going to connect the two and feel you know aligned um with who we truly want to be. And it's a tough spot to be in because you're constantly wanting more for yourself, but you're not acting like it. So if finances are something that you struggle with when investing in yourself, your health or your own business, I highly, highly encourage you to reach out to someone who has been in your shoes, whether it's me, Abby, or another mentor, depending on, you know, what you need. If it's, if you're, if you are a small business owner and you're looking to get into like brand photography and kind of remake your branding as a whole abby's your girl but if you're you know struggling with fitness and and that whole aspect of your life and you want to invest more and you want you want to put your money in a place where it's not just going to be wasted on one-off expenses then i got you then madison's your girl (laughs) then then i'll be your girl (laughs) Uh, because if you're going to invest a large amount of money you want to make sure it's going to be a good decision for you and your bank account and this is why I, i stress so much on wanting people to feel you know comfortable and confident in their choice to invest whether you know it's for training or nutrition or coaching overall because if they come into the gym every day or if we're hopping on calls or we're messaging and they're hesitant because they're like oh maybe i shouldn't invest in this like again that's not worth anything to me i mean have you dealt with like people who like 
like it's always the people who like you give the discount to and they're the worst yep because <laughs> there's not a ton oh, yeah. of skin in the game like you yep. were generous enough to give them the discount but then they don't even like show up to the best of their ability and they end up being like right. hard to work with yep yep i've had my fair share of that for sure yeah, <laughs> yeah. i freaking hate that yeah. uh, but it happens and that's okay um so we want that to be a good decision, a confident decision. And if it's scary, that's okay. I mean, a, a huge part of growth is scary and learning to be comfortable with being uncomfortable because it only makes us stronger. Like I see it, yeah. I see Abby work her butt off every week in the gym and it's like on a, again, a small scale, it's being more comfortable with the shit that makes us uncomfortable and the shit that's hard. Yeah. The more time we spend in that space of doing stuff that scares us, like the stronger we get. Like compared to Amen. your now to your first session, let's talk about Bulgarian split squats. Oh my gosh, no, seriously though. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure I almost threw up the first <laughs> time I tried Bulgarian split squats. Oh like I was literally like, Madison, I don't feel good. <laughs> Why is that so hard? I know. And then, yeah, like it. it and we still go through phases, which is fine. Like yeah, we'll, we all have our we sure. have our days where we don't fucking like them, no matter what. Even though yeah. they feel easier, but over time, could you say that the exercises you hated like eight months ago, they've like gotten better on at least a oh, small scale? Okay, it honestly, genuinely surprised me too. Like I, I thought they would always be hard. Like I was like, maybe one day it'll, I'll feel stronger. But like. I don't know, but the, it totally flipped where like we do push days and pull days mm -hmm. and for the longest time, pull days, I think were like my favorite and push days were like there for me. Yeah. Like I was so, I dreaded it every single time. Like I was like dragging my feet, but now it's like it flipped for a really long time where like push day was the best in pull days and nightmare now. So <laughs> it's interesting how that happens. But, I know. Yeah. yeah. Plus, like with our gym days, it all depends. Like, there's so many factors, but yes, yep, overall, sure. the things like doing the doing the things that feel hard, it doesn't change. Like those things, the exercises aren't changing. You're just getting stronger, and that's why it feels easier over time. Right. Um, all right. Do you have anything else you want to add in terms of like finances or money mindset or? Man, I don't know. Not off the top of my head. Um, I feel like we heard a lot of good stuff though. We did for money mindset. Would you say that like? would you agree that a lot of it, like, do you find that you have the money mindset of your parents or has that like stick mm. stuck with you or is that completely separate for you? Yeah, I think so. I mean, my parents were always, I mean, we were very similar, like middle-class family. Yeah. My dad, uh, he has always been in the home building industry. So he's mm -hmm. been like, in, went from construction into operations manager, project manager, like for all these different building companies. But that's a very, very hard career to be in because whenever the economy isn't doing well, um, it really affects his job. So yeah. he had, had filtered through so many different positions and so many different jobs. And there were lots of seasons where my dad didn't have a job, like in between jobs. Um, and he had to even become an entrepreneur at one point and like create his own business like yeah. twice. <laughs> and like, Good it's crazy. So yeah, he, he, and it's awesome too, because he never stopped doing what he loves like he never let that discourage him from continuing to do it he still does it to this day and oh, he's yeah. still meeting new goals that he's always had with his career and I think that's so awesome um but Absolutely. because of that like my mom was always in and out of jobs too 
be, between like being a stay at home wife or stay at home mom mm-hmm. and wife, but also like jumping into random jobs whenever she could. Yeah. Um, they were always very cautious of like what we would spend. So yes. I definitely think like they, they were, but I feel like I have carried what my parents have always done, which is not be afraid to have fun. Like I think yes. that's so important because you don't want to like, be so frugal that one day you die and you never got to enjoy the money that yes, you Yes, absolutely. Like that's so huge. And I yep. feel like my parents were really good about like being wise about what we could spend on the fun things and like still teach us that like you can enjoy life. Like we are going to enjoy life together and like that's important to us as a family. Yeah. But like it's important to, you know, be mindful of what you're spending and how much you're spending and what you're spending it on and things like that. So I definitely feel like I've carried that into my marriage and Zach, my husband came from a frugal family too, growing up and stuff, but we both come from those two sides where I'm like, well, but we could just have some fun. (laughs) Dude, that's my mom right there. (laughs) But this is where we balance each other out. We're like, okay, we'll save for the house, but we'll also have a little bit of fun. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Got to meet in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. There's a balance to it all for sure. Oh my gosh. I love that. Um, yeah, my mom was definitely the same way. She was more like spontaneous. Like, like we're going to remember the memories that we made by spending this money. And we don't mm-hmm. want to re- like look back and just be like, oh, I wish I got to do X, Y, and Z because, you know, right. we just didn't spend the money or something like that. Yeah. And I definitely think just like you said, there's a healthy balance to where we can't just be putting all of our money away, saving. I mean, it, you know, having a savings account is good, but, but don't forget to live in here and now because freaking tomorrow is not guaranteed and we Mm -hmm. you know this is also like ties back into you know investing versus spending because the best part about investing in your health is that you're gonna build up that ROI the return on investment is you're gonna get that back because you're gonna be able to live longer happier that quality of life just like you said is gonna be improved and that's why it's important for where you you know like comparing it to Uh, brand photography like I have Abby take my photos and I know overall me investing in having those photos taken clean up my Instagram Instagram page for one they showcase you know photos and I'm you're gonna explain this better than I can but photos really (laughs) even if it's just one photo but like the energy in a photo is very important and I'm very like I'm a big energy person I I feel other people's energies a lot and I I don't just see things as like like I'm just energy based I'm I'm a vibes girl I feel the vibrations going on (laughs) but when I look at a photo it's always like an energy not just like a feeling or a picture like so Mm -hmm. when Abby takes my pictures and she turns like you know, like exercises and workouts into this energy of like empowerment and strength and confidence, but also challenge, like all of that shit is in the picture. And it's like, it's not just a picture, you know, like, yeah, I mean, you, you can explain. I love that. Like investing in pictures is not just about having it look nice. It's about representing the energy of your, who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's, I, that's so true. That's so true. You oh my know, gosh. like it's not. This is it's worth it to invest in something that's going to give back. Because I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, compared to the photos I was taking before, I mean, reels, the cover photo, whatever. Sometimes it's just mm-hmm. like me and 
and freeze motion whatever I'm doing but <laughs> but having the pictures to really just bring it together as like my presence on social media you know I've come I've had my Instagram page for 10 years and like the the beginning of it was just food all the time <laughs> with the I love with it. the sepia <laughs> filter <laughs> <laughs> little Instagram filter action. Little Instagram filter action. But um, I think that pictures are are powerful because it really does capture an energy and like even the word brand and branding. Mm-hmm. It really does yeah. represent so much and like that's such a powerful tool to use as a business owner. And yeah, it, like when it comes to businesses, your branding is kind of like the visual health of your business. Yeah. And it honestly really helps with like, I don't know, like the professional side of like showing people who you are, like showing your audience who you are, what you do in the best possible format. Like it's just yep. really professional to show your face and like yeah. put yourself out there, even though it's kind of hard sometimes because like there are some people who jump into photography and they're like, I don't know, like I'm really shy. Like, do I need to post on Instagram? Like, do I need to be on stories? I'm like, yeah. Like mm-hmm. I personally think I, I have found that a lot of my clients are people who have connected with me over Instagram over, you know, a course of amount of time where they've seen me. And, you know, I share a lot about my personal life on my Instagram for the most part, not like a ton, but like I show a lot of my everyday life and the things that I love, I share about those things, not just photography. And I think that people really truly connect over those things and it makes them more interested in working with you because they connect with you on a deeper level. So I think that visual representation of who you are and putting that professionalism out there to really reel those people in that are, you know, your audience. I think that's huge. I think that's a really good investment for any business. So absolutely. I agree. It's funny how much, um, like parallels there are, which I didn't really realize until now with like businesses and their branding and photography and then like fitness and your, um, health and, you know, investing in that, like really is like comparable in terms of like and just like an investment versus versus an expenditure or, you know, right. just building something from the ground up and um, the health of your body and then the health of your business. Like, like I, when I was, you know, maybe like after year two of starting my business, it was like, you kind of got to treat your business like you treated your fitness journey for me. That's yeah. what I had to feel like. And so it's like, you know, you're, you're not going to get immediate results. You have to like, you have to prioritize consistency and you have to master the basics of your foundation. And, um, that's very just like translatable to starting a business and building your business and, um, the branding and photography. And it's all, it's all about the energies and the health yep. and the foundation. And it's, yeah, it's interesting. Retweet. That's so good. <laughs> All right, guys. Unless Abby has anything to add, I think we're coming to a close over here. No, we've added. We've, yeah, we've we're talked good. about a lot. Yeah, we've covered a lot of basics. And, um, Such good stuff. Yeah. My goal for you guys, honestly, I just hope we inspired you to take control of your finances and invest in yourself with confidence moving forward. We, we can both resonate with it being scary to invest not only in yourself personally, but, you know, in our businesses as well. Like I invest in myself personally, but also, you know, investing 
with my business finances, two separate things. I experience it all the time. I've invested thousands and thousands of dollars into my business. Okay. Like I know what it's like to spend oh, yeah. some money and I'm sure Abby can resonate because she's oh, a freaking yeah. photographer and the cost of the lens is like the cost of my left arm. <laughs> Uh, yeah (laughs) all right thank you so much abby for being here with me it was so much fun having me oh my god of course i'm so fun i have a feeling she'll be back (laughs) oh yeah i'm sure there's lots more things we could talk about i know i know i love it um all right well we will talk to you all next time Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it and are feeling at least 1% stronger in your fitness journey. If so, let's put that energy into action. P.S. Are you looking for a little more than 1% today? Then head over to my Instagram and feel free to send me a DM with any questions. If you're looking to invest in personalized support in your fitness journey, then go ahead and fill out the application link in the show notes. Until next time, see you guys later.